there? Who goes there? Who goes there? Who goes there? <laughs> hey, who goes there? I'm walking. <laughs> Listening to the rest is confetti. I'm Macy and Courtney. This week we watched Harbinger Down, which if you've had a complaint that you would like us to watch more movies that we're not big fans of, this episode is for you. Did I just spoil everything? (laughs) I don't like this movie either. (laughs) Do you want to read the synopsis for us, Courtney? I shall do that. While studying the effects of global warming on a pod of whales, grad students on a crabbing vessel and its crew uncover frozen Soviet space shuttle and unintentionally release a monstrous organism from it. Not orgasm. Not orgasm. Not there a monstrous no orgasm. orgasms during this movie. <laughs> no. It's very anticlimactic. <laughs> Climatic? Climactic? Whatever. All of it. Climactic. <laughs> I have I have few notes because yeah this was this was an interesting one. <laughs> okay, so Harbinger Down, there was a lot of buzz about it around I think 2013, which is when the Kickstarter or GoFundMe or I mean those are the same thing, kind of got started, and it was Studio ADI, which is a special effects a practical effects company. And they've done a lot of stuff that you've heard of. They've done uh, three of the Alien movies. I think they did Predator, Tremors, um, Evolution, which I haven't seen, but I know they've done that one. Um, Apparently Paul Blart Malka (laughs) for some reason. Uh, But they do a lot of the sci-fi monster and creature films. And they were not around for the original thing um, with Kurt Russell in the 70s. But they were supposed to do all of the practical effects for The Thing 2011, which is a prequel to Kurt Russell's The Thing. Well, John Carpenter's The Thing. It's not Kurt Russell's <laughs> the star, but it's John Carpenter's, Carpenter's vision. Yes, he did all oh, his hair, which I don't think he's changed his hair since the 70s, but you don't even doesn't notice. Need to. Yeah, he doesn't. The, the like floof works for him. Yeah, his son looks exactly like him, too. It's oh, almost eerie. Nice. <laughs> so... The Thing 2011 was going to be a prequel, practical effects, following in the uh, you know vein of John Carpenter, and Studio ADI did almost all of the practical effects for that film, and last minute, the people who were doing the movie were just like, nah, we're going to do CGI instead, and it's not great CGI. Mm-mm. It's not. It's very rubbery. It's very clay-like, and I wish... I will say that for watching this movie. It makes me wish they would have used their effects knowledge in The Thing 2011. Oh, yeah. That surprises me. Like, why Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. And because uh, that's to kind of sum up, I think, both of our movie watching experience. If you have something to add or disagree with, go for it because I don't want to speak for you. But you can tell that this was made by a, a special effects team. Yes. And that <laughs> it was directed acted, written, shot, and lighted by the special effects team. Yeah, it's the screenplay. Like, I just, there probably isn't really a screenplay. Like, if so, it's probably like 10 pages long. It's just, yeah, this is some of the worst dialogue. But then, in contrast, some of the coolest special effects for the little bit that you see them. (laughs) Yeah, I think that, um... I'm sorry. (laughs) I, I think that... 
I totally lost my train of thought because I was distracted. You're saying cool special effect. Oh, yeah. This, the script seems like what you would take to a writer and be like, here's kind of my vision, now make it film-worthy. Yeah. Because the story, well, Flesh first of all, it's based on a novella called Who Goes There? And um, so that's why our intro was what it is. And um, so the story's kind of already there. I, I do like that they made it a tardigrade. That's kind of a cool way to put mm-hmm. your own spin on it. Because um, tardigrades are crazy, man. You should look them up. Yeah, that was creepy, I will say. The water bears. Because they're the tardigrades, if you're unfamiliar, can like live in space at the depths of the ocean and survive all the pressure and freezing and heat. Like tardigrades are literally indestructible. Maybe not literally, but 99% literally. It would be very difficult. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe old age and, and stabbing them are maybe like the two ways to kill a tardigrade. <laughs> we just got to get bored and fuck off. <laughs> yeah. So it starts the same way as the thing, because that's how who goes there starts with a spacecraft crashing to Earth. Yeah. In the thing, it is an actual alien spacecraft. In this, it is a Russian astronaut who is... They don't explain it. Is he bringing something back, or did it get in his ship, or I have no know, idea. was I it think on they purpose? Totally glossed over that. Yeah, he's, there's just like watered down period blood coming through his ship, and <laughs> like Pepto Bismol cream. It's that, gross. You know, that's a better description, Pepto Bismol <laughs> cream, than um, watered down menstrual blood. So I mean, either are though. Courtney's better at that stuff than I am. So <laughs> not menstruating. Um, coming up with examples. <laughs> I mean, you might be. I don't I'm know. So, I'm so obsessed with cinematography. That's yeah. why I'm very, very visually into movies. Yeah, she <laughs> thinks about what would actually look good on screen and not just the most <laughs> shocking thing you could say into the microphone. So, that's me. I mean, either of them work. But... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but no, it's, oh, it's just the acting, though, is so, like, the acting and the really, really bad forced dialogue really drag the movie down a lot. Yeah. It's painful. It's so painful. It's <laughs> and just... it's not like funny. Like you can even kind of laugh, I think, sometimes at Manos, but this I was just like, oh honey, the whole time. <laughs> right, because they really tried and you can tell the special mm-hmm. effects are there's sometimes where I think it is actually more the camera work's fault and not so much the special effects. Yeah. Where to try to get by without using CGI, because this is totally practical effects. That was the point behind the film. Um, they'll, like, speed the camera up like crazy or something. And I'm like, that looks weird. But also I have mad respect, because when the slime is, like, crawling across the floor or pooling, they, like, reverse. Someone had a straw and was, like, blowing on liquid, and they, like, reversed that. Oh, that's cool. Stuff like that. So, um, it's really cool. It was just really badly done. Yeah. Again, you can tell that the only thing they really cared about were the special effects scenes, because they are the best by far. <laughs> but right. you don't care about any of the characters. I don't remember any of their names. No. No one really leaves an impression. I refer to the one girl as university lady, just like that other guy did, because, right. like, I don't I don't care. <laughs> like again, Kind of like in The Void we talked about, Keith said that he referred to everyone by their stereotypes, because we didn't know anyone's names. And, like, yeah. that's how this is, too. And they weren't so. super deep. No. Although I will <laughs> say fairly diverse cast mm-hmm. there were two or three people of color well there were there were like two people of color the two university students and then there was the one guy on the boat and i'm not sure mm-hmm. 
Um, he, I think he was a person of color. I'm not sure, like, what his heritage is. But, um, you know, more diverse than a lot of the movies that we cover on here. So That's true. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so... The Russian bitch just ruins. <laughs> and what's, Dude, her contacts like are so bad. It's distracting. Yeah, like I feel bad because that has to hurt. Yeah, because her pupils look permanently dilated from uh. those, those those contacts. They bought those off of Amazon. Like, that's bad. And why? Such a low budget, I guess. I don't what? know. There was never anything like, this is a spy contact, like from Mission Impossible or... They needed, like, oh, she's infected and she's wearing the contacts to hide. That you can tell in her eyes. would have added something. Something, but she's literally just wearing these crazy, cheap, party city distracting contacts. <laughs> and then a, a bad actress. She's, and she's not very not very convincing Russian, mm-hmm. I feel, either. I don't know. <laughs> it, this, this movie is cringe-worthy. It is. But I did really like the couple monster scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, like, kind of the first time we really see it when it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe gestating, and it kind of is, like, really oozy mm-hmm. and almost, More like, squatching. it's got mandibles, and I don't know, it reminded me of, like, a centipede, kind of, but yes. really, really big and messed up. So, yeah, that was creepy. There were definitely some creepy parts, but... The translucent spines were yeah. really cool. That was cool. Because the light shone through them. That was brilliant. Again, the practical effects are inspired, mm-hmm. but just everything else is so... It's so bad. At one point, there was something that looked a little bit like kind of Little Shop of horrors mm-hmm. I like that. That was pretty cool. I do love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they... Uh, they think they're pulling up a Japanese landmine out of the ocean and then just hit it with an axe. <laughs> You know, like I think this science. might be a landmine. Let's just yeah. For it. a bunch of scientists, they don't. I don't buy a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. And that one guy was so painfully supposed to be McCready, which is Kurt Russell from the John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's even to the point where he's got the like fire extinguisher and the pack on his back. And so McCready in John Carpenter's The Thing has a flamethrower, and he's wearing it the same way. But in this, it's. To freeze the stuff. <laughs> and so it's like so painfully like obvious what he's supposed to be and they're writing parallel to that. And there was a comparison to the little tube things coming out of that crazy Weasley little professor dude. Ooh, yeah. That scene was definitely gross. It reminded me of an old 80s movie I watched mm-hmm. called Society. Where it is, it's like a lot of like skin melting and stuff like that. So that was definitely, yeah. and the, when it spurts the fluids, oh, yeah, that that's was what's really gross. Sincerely gross. So no, again, mm. the like anytime the monster was like present in any way, or like anyone was turning monstrous, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But then it was back to the dialogue, and it was just like, please be over. This is so bad. <laughs> yeah, it um. Uh, we we watched a little like recap review before we started because it's been a couple weeks since we watched the movie and we wanted yeah. to make sure that we if we're recording a podcast on it we want to know what we're to remember <laughs> and uh, one guy was saying that that scene with little tubes is just a rip off of the alien scene the chest burster with um I can't remember his name but mm. uh, is it John Cleese as the actor not John Cleese that's from Monty Python. He's <laughs> 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 I don't know. You oh know, if God. you've seen Alien, you know what I'm talking about. The first yes. chestburster scene. Um, and I mean, 
I can kind of see that it is. They did get their inspiration from that. But I feel like it's different enough that I can give it a pass. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's also purposeful where it's infecting, like trying to And it doesn't explode out. the Like, it's not like it's exploding his guts out. It's actually just, like, changing his whole body. It's trying to... It is. It's different enough. Yeah. It's trying to spread. It's like um, plants (laughs) blowing... In a really gross way. Yeah. It's like plants blowing their pollen. Like, that's kind of the point. So it wasn't just... Dumb and meaningless either. So. <laughs> Blowing that Pepto Bismol load. Ooh, <laughs> gross. That was a first day flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's like almost all I have to say. I, really I know, is. like, there's just not much. This maybe this will be a mini sode. I don't know. We'll see how yeah. much more we have to say. But um, yeah, I mean that, and then the monster is infecting some other people. One of the cringiest scenes for me, for some reason, was when the Russian lady and the one big boat dude are, like, foreplay sex wrestling. Mm. And, like, she's oh, so man. overly tough. Like, I have a scar on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I have a knife. <laughs> and you're like, seriously. Like, I'm sorry that you don't have a dick to put on the table and measure. Yeah. <laughs> but... Just she's really stop. upset about it. She is. She's got penis envy, really, really bad. Really bad. And it's just too and it much. doesn't add to the character at all. No, she's overcompensating with, that she doesn't have a dick. And girl, vaginas are great. It's fine. And For real. like I don't know, it's just weird. And then they totally wasted the whole thing where she's like, I'm. I'm, like, inoculated or something. And they're like, oh, you have a vaccine? She goes, no, I'm vaccinated. Or, I I don't know what it was they said. But they're like, no, it's different. It's not a cure. It's just a vaccine or something. Weird. But it's also experimental. So it gets a hold of her. And it's um, only a few seconds where it shows... It's trying to transform her, but she's just like, because it can't. (laughs) Because she's been, like, vaccinated, so it can't fully transform her. So they find her, run into her body later, and it's, like, tried, but not been totally successful. And Mm -hmm. that was really disturbing. Yes. Where it was, like, trying to get her changed, but it couldn't change her. Because that made me think back to, like, color out of space. Yeah, and she couldn't, like... It just looked terrible what was happening to her, but they don't do anything with that. No. And they could have. And they should have. (laughs) Yeah. They could have done something. Maybe, like, it affected the monster somehow, and it was slowly, like, degrading, and they just had to stay alive, or... (laughs) I I don't know. Literally anything. Just try. (laughs) Something. And I get that they're on a boat, and they're a little bit limited for what they can do and where they can go, but... I mean, the budget for this was $350,000, which is nothing. I mean, it's more money than I'll ever have in my life. But if for a movie, it's nothing. This movie is going to make me celebrate 420 real quick. I wish I could share it with you all. <laughs> Especially if you're watching this movie. You need to. You need yes. some kind of substance to watch this movie. Yeah, you really do. You so. do. There was the one really good scene. That was really unsettling where, like, it kept trying to turn her and stuff. Yeah, change her. They didn't do anything with that. Because it was suspenseful. That was it, too. There would be random moments where it was actually kind of suspenseful, and I almost was like, it's a movie again, and then it would be, like, just slap in the face, bad acting or something well, weird. Poor lighting. The poor, cameraman, ooh, yeah. it was like he was laying on his back looking up at everyone the whole yeah, time. The on low group, shots. Yes. <laughs> on single shots, on group shots, on faraway shots. Everything was, like, good looking up. And I just... No, like... <laughs> I did not like that. 
what? Like, am I supposed to be like a little flea that's like on the ship, like watching this all happen? Because that's what I felt like. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a flea. It seems like you were missing out too on the shot. So I'm like, why? Yeah, Roman. <laughs> Roman is gonna knock that. Oh, I remember over. what I was saying. The budget was three hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is just nothing for a film. Yeah. So considering the budget, the practical effects, like, oh my gosh, yes, and. Okay, some people are excusing the poor acting and stuff for the budget, but no, like, no. <laughs> you can, I've seen home, I've seen TikTok videos with better acting. Seriously. And really, budget only has to do with costumes, effects, and, like, camera work and, and people you can hire, which I understand, like, better actors are more expensive. There's someone out there who hasn't been discovered yet that wants yes. to act. Mm-hmm. It's at the risk of, I, I mean, I've never done it, but I feel like it's not going to be that hard. No. <laughs> no. I've watched enough indie movies to know, like, no, it is it is possible to have good acting for a low budget. I've seen it quite frequently, honestly. Yes. My brother and I did a homemade infomercial for a vacation we place. We post that. <laughs> we should. i got to do a couple tweaks because it's, yeah. like, 12 years old, so it's a little offensive. It's not quite mm-hmm. woke enough for 2020, but yes. we'll, we'll post it. Post it at some point. It's been a day. It's hot as balls right now. <laughs> Thrust his fists against the post and still insists he sees the ghost. <laughs> so Calvin wants me to make ghost noises all the time now. And he's like, Mommy, be Mookie. He calls it Mookie. <laughs> it's like instead of spooky, it's Mookie. That's adorable. Yeah, it's going to be Mookie forever. Mookie. Just like nipples are nipfuls. Oh, nipfuls, yes. Nipfuls. He'll, he'll take his shirt off and go, well, hello, nipples. How are you doing today? <laughs> no, that he talks to him. That's hilarious. Yes. They're shen- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just call me Sean Connery. Gums, don't look at us like that. <laughs> He's so disapproving. <laughs> well, quick break to take a picture of Gomez because he's my favorite. He's so judgmental right now. <laughs> this is... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Harbinger down, though. It's it's rough, guys. I don't recommend this, really, to anyone. <laughs> Unless, like, you're trying to watch a bad movie. They creepy... Shout out to Creepy... Creepy, crappy podcast. Creepy, crap podcast. <laughs> it's so hard to say sometimes. But, yeah, you guys. If you, I'm sure you've either probably watched it or... <laughs> it's perfect. You either watched it or you're going to, but yeah. And unless you're trying to watch bad horror movies, I wouldn't really recommend this. Yeah, and honestly, I don't, I mean, it's not so bad it's good, like Dead Alive or Zombievers yeah. or um, what's another one that's like so bad it's good that we've done? I mean, Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker, yes. It's Absolutely. not a fun time where you're like, oh, that was bad, but I'm glad I did that. Like, this I couldn't was... even drink this film away. <laughs> no, and Daniel, I'm really sorry. I recommended this to you. I was like, it's like the thing. And you're like, oh, cool. And then I'm like, oh, shit, because I just watched it again. So I'd only seen this one time before, which is like right when it came out. Mm. And I love practical effects so much, and I love Studio ADI, and I through several people removed, know someone who interned there, and they're just, like, super genuinely awesome people, it seems like. So I wanted so bad for them. They were so passionate about (laughs) this project. So the movie came out, and I bought it for my dad for his birthday (laughs) because I was like, Dad, it's a practical effects film. My dad is my movie buddy. Um, He was the one that introduced me to The Thing and The Thing 2011. So I was like, it's like The Thing, Dad, but it's practical. (laughs) <laughs> and we sat down to watch it. I was like, what did you think, Dad? And he's like, 
it, yeah, that was good. I was like, you didn't like it. And he's like, well, it wasn't my favorite movie. Like, oh, you hate me. And I've just, ever since, I, I feel like I've rewritten my impression in my brain of like, no, I really liked it. It was really great and underrated. I'm like, no, it's rated exactly how it should be. <laughs> I get it, though. I get wanting to like something. I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, it's easier to like the thing you don't like. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> I, that's kind of like how I came around to Twilight. Like, now I love watching it. I, mm-hmm. I don't watch it ironically. I love watching Twilight. Yeah. I do. In the right, like, time, circumstance, state of mind. Rainy place. day, crappy day, maybe have a couple drinks. Yeah, yeah. I love watching Twilight. <laughs> uh, vampires suck is still better. Than but vampires suck. Honestly, the best thing is to watch that, like, all together, because yes. then it's, like, super funny. Or just watch the first one and then watch the other Twilight movies and, like, it's part of it. What if you, like, sold your Twilight movie set but replaced the discs with Vampire Suck and they're just like, what? Why is Kim Jong on this? <laughs> he's going to expose himself. Now he's a judge on The Masked Singer. Oh, my gosh. He's amazing. He is. He is. We want you on the podcast. Yeah. Ken, come on down. Come on down. Before I forget, speaking of people on the podcast, I want to give a quick shout out to kind of, it's not our sister podcast because we're not really similar at all in content. Um, theirs is much better. Uh, it's the rest is just confetti. So ours is the rest is confetti. Theirs is the rest is just confetti, which is probably actually what the real quote is, so they probably got it right. Um, but, uh, yeah, they reached out to us because we have similar names, and they're, they may, must not have social anxiety because I didn't reach out to them. They reached out to us. So. Anyway, they're super cool. Their podcast is great, and I think we're going to eventually do a, a mashup or interview or something with them. So Yay, Go check them out. So they're cool. Excited. Yeah, super nice people, too. I really like them. But, yeah, because I don't I don't know what to say about Harbinger Down. There's not really <laughs> it's anything. It's all been said. I mean, they have, to, they have to get the bombs off the ship. So there's a MacGuffin right there. But the Russian lady tells them where the bombs are that she doesn't want them to find. So worst to hide and seek champ ever. Flawless planning. <laughs> I don't want, I'm going to blow up this ship and there's nothing you can do about it. But in case you want to do something about it, here's where the bombs are. Like that's literally what the script said. I'm reading it right now. Psych. <laughs> only, only the universal, the university lady makes it. And I didn't even care. <laughs> like I'm going to be honest. I did no. not care who lived and who died in this movie at all. What they needed to do. They were <laughs> pussies. This is what they needed to do. So I thought it wouldn't have helped the movie or saved the movie, but the ending would have been better if, so she, the ship goes down, it's about to blow up, so she just jumps off the ship and lands on an ice, A convenient iceberg. That's not slippery, so she doesn't slip off and fall into the water, apparently, and she's on the, uh, walkie-talkie, and she's talking to the rescue helicopter, helicopter, (laughs) helicopter, She's like, Harbinger down. All souls lost. Except for one. Like, then it's not all souls lost, bitch. <laughs> you dramatic bitch. 99% souls <laughs> I'm, well, I'm the only survivor. That's what she'd say. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> I think that when she looked over to see the helicopter coming to save her, there should have been like a drop of the Pepto-Bismol on her cheek. 
Yeah, that would have been cooler. Like sure. one drop, and you're like, oh, it's spreading. Kind of like life, only not as Ooh, good. Ooh, life. My goodness. I don't think film. I can watch life again. It's hard. I'd probably do it like once more. I'd do it like if Keith wanted to watch it yeah. or something. Or if but. we wanted to like horrify a friend. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to be really horrified and watch Ryan Reynolds die in an awful face-eating way. They just life. <laughs> find in life. Let's talk about life. So <laughs> yeah, Let's talk about life instead. It's like the way better version of I think what this movie wanted it to be. It kind of is though, really. <laughs> it's so... I've seen movies that have way worse stuff than life, but life makes it so unsettling and upsetting and disturbing. So I don't know if it's the way it's filmed, the movements, the... I just feel I so physically and emotionally uneasy that whole film. It's <laughs> like, not fun. It's not a good time. No, it's not. I it watched it like with- I felt like I went through something. Like I deserve a trophy. I'm like I fucking watched life. Yeah. Jake I- Gyllenhaal was amazing. Everyone was amazing. Oh, everyone was so good. <laughs> and I love that they were like Ryan Reynolds is in this film, and he was in it for five minutes. Yep. And that then he gets it. eight. Yeah. <laughs> it's very graphic. Oh, the lady like drowning in her suit and it's like you're watching it because that's I mean what you would do and I'm claustrophobic so (laughs) the idea of you're in the suit and you're drowning and you can't do anything about it fun (laughs) oh because the ending of that too is like that movie is just bleakness there is no joy there is no hope there is just struggle and struggle and death and struggle and then the end (laughs) yeah it's just like I feel a little bit, oh, my stomach's a little bleh thinking about it. <laughs> no, it's a lot. I was like emotionally traumatizing a little bit. Kind of mm-hmm. like how I felt after I watched Hereditary where I was like, I'm not going to sleep right for like a week. Yeah. Yeah, I made Courtney, well, I didn't make her because I don't make her do stuff, <laughs> but I requested that when she was watching Life and got to the scene with Ryan Reynolds that she would Marco Polo me her reaction. I did. And she did. So, it's too many Marco Polos back for me to find. Yes, but it's there. Because we may be a little bit, well, I don't know if Courtney's codependent, but I am, so. (laughs) But we're more healthfully codependent than uh, Abby and Alana. Yes, our ancestors were coal-dependent. Coal-dependent. Because they needed it to heat their homes and run the trains and the steam engines. The Titanic. Watch Titanic instead of Harbinger Down. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, boat. Let's think of boat movies you could watch instead of Harbinger Down. U571. I mean, it's a submarine, but uh, I, I think it counts. I don't think it's out yet, but that new movie coming up uh, on Apple TV with Tom Hanks, like Greyhound or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it's like he's phoning it in and it's so forced when he's like, then we'll rain hell from on high. Yes. And it's like, oh, Tom. <laughs> You, dude, you're so rich. You don't have to do this if you don't want to. Right. I want to see him be a more comedy, honestly. He's, he's really funny. I feel he like is. he's wasted in comedy, so. He's already won Oscars. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need to. Like, I get why Leo is doing all this stuff that he is. Cause it's Leo. He was trying to get an Oscar and everything. But, Tom, you don't need to do that. And right. someone's got to, because, I'm sorry, your son is not you so <laughs> and he's actually he does what tom should do which is he rides the comedy circuit mm-hmm. he's like my one of my favorite constant people that pops up on um drunk history mm-hmm. yeah i need to watch more drunk history <laughs> i love drunk history shout out to drunk history <laughs> dead calm dead calm Ooh. is a good boat movie Captain Ron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comedy, but still, uh, I still mean, better. <laughs> uh, boats and Hoes, Stepbrothers. Boats and Hoes, 
Stepbrothers, absolutely. Stepbrothers okay. are the greatest we're films of all time. Redo the intro <laughs> for this and sing Boats and Hoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I come, I produce a court. That's offensive. I love that Boats movie. Boats and Hoes. Who's driving the boat? Instead of watching Harbinger Down, quote from start to finish, Stepbrothers, and you'll have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, more boat movies. There's a boat in Double Jeopardy that plays a big part. The whole thing's not on a boat, but it's still... It's got Tommy Lee Jones in the 90s. Ghost (laughs) ship. Dramatic Um, opening. Underwater was good. It's not really on a boat, I can't wait to watch that. We're on a Kristen Stewart kick. Watching her just grow and flourish as a beautiful woman. Not her boobies. (laughs) It's okay, though. I like like them. Oh, she's got a great body. Like, her... They're she great. killed it on that on the hot ones eating mm. the wings. I was like, holy shit! And I like that she talks like a normal person. Seriously, yeah. Well, now that she's like, I think found her niche with the acting stuff, and we don't fault her for playing Bella because they gave her a lot of money. So. Yeah, I would have done it too. She just needed better direction. Honestly, that's people, just as much the director's fault. <laughs> people hook for less money than that, so you're really gonna judge her for doing Twilight. <laughs> Also, Keith and I would like to personally call Anna Kendrick out. I don't believe that you forgot about being in those movies. You were in, like, three of them. And how much money did those make? (laughs) Billions, right? Oh, like, the last one made three-quarters of a billion dollars by itself. Yeah, Yeah, three-quarters of a billion dollars by itself, just the last one. So don't tell me you don't remember cashing those checks. I, that's just rude, you know? Like, I get it. You can go, you can say I'm not proud to be in this without shitting on it to the point where you're like, I don't remember being in it. I think that's rude. Or you can <laughs> own it because that's how people learned who you were. Right, because like I, that's everyone's favorite thing about Rob Pattinson is like, we know he hates the Twilight movies. It's amazing. It's his shit. We embrace that. But he like <laughs> makes it a thing too. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna like say how stupid this is. Whereas Anakin is just like, I forgot. And I'm gonna go on a slight rant. If you like Anna Kendrick, that's totally fine. I, I think that's valid. I think all the reasons people mm-hmm. like her are valid. Oh, like, yeah, I love her but in almost everything else. I don't really <laughs> like her because stuff like that, like mm-hmm. her being all bitter about what gave her her big break. Like, seriously, yeah. you're because people Be a little remember, appreciative. Yeah, people remember you for Pitch Perfect. And you were also in Twilight. Not, mm-hmm. oh, you were in Twilight and that's all you'll ever be. Like, no one right. cares. You were a stupid character in Twilight. You're because yeah. you're listening, so I'm talking to you. But. I mean, that was like, a pretty worthless character. Well, and, and just Story-wise. like. Yeah. And just being like, oh, I forgot. No, you didn't. Like, don't lie. I no, know yeah. you, I know you're a liar, but be Because that's just disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of her. I think Pitch Perfect is her best thing, like, it by is. far. Even then, I have a hard time with all of her angst. It's like, get over yourself. You're not But God. everyone else around her makes it awesome. Yes. She's like, look at me with my one-gauged ear. I'm into vinyls. Uh. <laughs> so funky. <laughs> and I know that the correct term is stretched, not gauged, but she definitely calls them gauged ears. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think, I'm pretty sure that's what I called them for a long time. Yeah, people. Because yeah. I'm an elder millennial. Yeah, that's what people <laughs> used to call them. And now it's just, people were like, no, they're stretched ears. The gauge is the size. It's like, okay. Gauge is okay. the kid that died in Pet Cemetery. so. Ooh, yes. <laughs> There's another movie you could watch instead. Either of the Pet Cemeteries, because I haven't watched the new one yet, because I'm a little too chicken shit, but mm-hmm. I just don't. Kids, man, kids in horror movies scare me. It's why I have never watched any of the Insidious because I know they're good. I know they're really scary. That's why I can't watch them. Yeah. <laughs> Just can't do it, man. Gage, Gage terrified me. 
Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my kid's about that age, so I'm not going to watch it. Right, no. <laughs> I wish time. I would have gotten around to it before having Calvin, because now I feel like if I can ever watch it, it's going to be a while, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I own it. That's my thing. I don't have or it'll have it. to be. I do think in the new one, that might be what they switched up. I think they had the teenage girl die. Yeah. So that could make it a little better or interesting, at least. Because we've talked on here. I actually listened to our Itsy Bitsy episode again at oh work today. God, because I love I that just one. love that one. But just kind of some of the gratuitous child violence stuff, it doesn't need to be a toddler. So I don't know why it's less bad that it's a teenage girl. Maybe because we've been teenage girls and they suck. Mm-hmm. So Well, and it just, I mean, literally just being older, too. Like, yeah, it's still sad, but, like, there's a point. Like, killing a teenager and killing a child, that is two different kind of yeah. emotional blows, it's I like feel. It's like puberty just changes the rules yeah <laughs> also teenage girls you don't suck you don't we're just i, I was referring honestly to myself like yeah i sucked as a teenage yeah, girl so. you probably don't because you're way smarter than we were because yeah. you have a lot more technology and shit <laughs> i love technology i didn't even have my own cell phone until i was 18 so yeah, I was and that was the most basic bitch cell phone ever <laughs> yeah i was 16 but i didn't have texting until i was 19 so shit yeah yeah because we had to pay Per text. <laughs> oh my God, I None of this unlimited days. texting ah! shit. You had to count. And it was 10 cents a text, I think. And which doesn't sound like much, but when you're a teen, teens, how much do you text? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That would be ridiculous. No, it, it adds up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. But anyway, mm-hmm. nice stroll down memory. <laughs> yeah. What else can we talk about besides Harbinger Down? <laughs> Um, the boys is coming back. The boys, September, is it 14th? Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Umbrella Academy is less than a month away. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Oh my god. I can't wait. Also, Keith has not watched the last two episodes, so we can't discuss the ending. <gasps> okay, yeah, we won't. But maybe we'll watch at least the first episode of the season two for my birthday or something. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to be watching that, like, as soon as possible. Because also, I, after I saw the pictures, I have to know what is going on with everyone. Yeah, I hope the wigs look better on screen than they do in the promotional <laughs> photos. That is one thing I will say. Diego and Klaus's wigs look really, really, <laughs> really bad. Granted, part of me wonders if that's actually uh, Rob's hair. It's long now. Like, it's, like, as lo- like longer than mine and But curly. it's lighter brown, isn't is it? Is it? Okay. Like the wig, um, because his hair is really, really dark. Yeah. But for Umbrella Academy, the promo photos, it's kind of a lighter, it's lighter than what our hair is right now. Oh, shit. Courtney and I pretty much have identical hair colors. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That nice, dark chestnut brown. Yes. Um, uh, Yeah. Or or maybe they're supposed to be wigs. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've disguised themselves or something. But they look like Jesus. They look like they stole them from a (laughs) Jesus mannequin, which I, I hope they did. I hope so, too. That would be awesome. I mean, mannequins have come into play in a big way in that show, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. Oh, Dolores. Dolores. They made us cry over a mannequin and a 15-year-old who's definitely had sex with that mannequin. (laughs) Absolutely. But he probably first had sex with her when he was, like, a full-grown man, so, I mean, whatever. (laughs) 15-year-olds can have sex. It's true. They do. Yeah. You probably probably shouldn't be having too much sex when you're 15, but... (laughs) If it's with a mannequin, I guess as long as you're being careful, at least you won't get it pregnant or have an STD. Yeah, so. just, you know, be smart and seek out even better sex ed than they give you in school. VR is a good. thing now. Just watch VR porn. You'll be fine. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> Demolition Man? Is that what it is? <laughs> with, 
Uh, Sandra Bullock and Stallone. That scene's so I've awkward. I've never I seen it, but scene. I know what you're talking about. I, like, was watching it with my dad, and they're just, they've got goggles on, like, oh, uh, and then he's like, whoa, that's not okay, and I'm like, no, none of this is okay. What are you... None of this should have stopped long ago. Why is this even part of the movie? Just don't do that. We don't need that. Everything's already Taco Bell. You don't have to say that people just don't Taco have Bell. penetration anymore. <laughs> I just said penetration on our podcast. Dad, stop listening. <laughs> I'm going to encourage it from now on. No. Oh, I don't think I really talked about how sexually confused Jeffrey Donat donovan's mustache made me in villains so yeah, there's that i guess i have a thing for mustaches. shout out for our next week's podcast that'll be released no la- it'll be last week's we're re- we're actually so we're being responsible podcasters because last week's yeah. we're kind of starting to get a little bit legit like not super legit but a little legit we're trying guys more than just friends and family listen now yeah we actually have quite a few listeners pretty much throughout the whole world that makes me excited. We have some in I'm Germany, glad. Sweden, Australia, I think Japan. I, I hope we're setting there. a good example. Uh, America sucks right now, yeah. um, but we're, a lot of us are trying, and a lot of us don't suck that bad. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're ignorant, but we don't suck. Right. We're trying. we're trying. We love people. We love everyone. Not <sighs> Donald Trump, though. <laughs> no. Um, but I don't think he's going to be a problem much longer. <laughs> no. I hope not. Oh, shit. Balls. <laughs> I could rewind it. Sometimes that helps. Sometimes saying balls help, or sometimes balls help. Music here. Balls music no, I'm kidding. Music, music everywhere. Mr. Music. He's a big part of my life. <laughs> yes, if you haven't watched Mr. Music with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, our um, podcasting schedule. So yeah. we've actually been building yeah. up like a cache of episodes so that if we miss a week, we could still release. So we've got like four episodes now that are waiting to be released that we've recorded nice. but now we can't remember like <laughs> which one we did last so is week. this one this week's or next week's or in three weeks last week's is villains okay yeah, yeah. i remember now i oh, remember villains. now before that is zombievers so our next episode is actually zombievers yes. but when you're listening to this it will have been two episodes ago. <laughs> so just travel. disregard everything we're saying right now it's just confusing well, should we wrap it up and go get burgers or something? Yeah, I, th- I think that's about it for Harbinger Dad. Oh, what would we rate it, though? <laughs> Obviously, it's going to be low. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lance Hendrickson is in this, and even he can't save it. Right, so. yeah, unfortunately. Let's see. Um, what would we rate it? I don't even know. Out of, out of five weak tardigrades. <laughs> yes, out of five tardigrades, what would you give this film? Like, uh... Honestly, probably like a one or a one and a half. Two, if if we're trying to really make a case for like how genuinely good the like effects are. But I'd say about a one or a 1.5, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially I, for enjoyment. Yeah. I give this one liquefied tardigrade. One liquefied. One barely there tardigrade yeah, from both of us. The, the special, <laughs> the practical effects are fantastic, but the way it's lit and shot, you can't even see them most of the time. Right. So they're so totally it, wasted. It can't save it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even that, if, if they had been better utilized and I could see them more and they, like, really showed off... Because for that being the strength and point of the movie, they barely showed them. Yeah. So if they had utilized that more, 
I think I'd give this a two or yeah. something, but I, I couldn't see them, so they yeah. might as well have not been there, and you get a liquefi- liquefied tardigrade. <laughs> One liquefied tardigrade That's been, like, thawed and frozen and thawed and frozen and thawed. And like, frozen. honestly, I would probably rather watch Mono's Hands of Fate, at least if it's the Mystery Science Theater 3000, because at least yeah. I can kind of make fun of it. This I don't even want to make fun of. It's just it's just sad, because I know they tried, but right. it did not work. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, don't watch Harbinger Down. We watched it for Did, you. Yeah, we watched it for you. Just take our word for it. It's 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 weird. It's bad. Um, look <laughs> up the footage on YouTube of Studio ADI making the monsters for this movie. That'll be more interesting and, and oh, better. Yeah. And it'll be better lit and shot. Very true. So I'm sorry, lighting department, camera guy, you need to find <laughs> just, a new hobby. Like yeah. it's really bad. It's just really bad. Not good. No. You you're not you no. No. Sorry. Yeah. You could be a gigolo. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't quit your day job. Yeah. I'm going to pursue my dream. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> Bless your heart. You tried, though. Sorry, I'm being a little bitchy, but I don't care. So <laughs> They're not going to hear this. Although, actually, I, I could possibly... I don't know. <laughs> Velocipaster listens to her. I mean, if not, like I said, so. I wanted to try to like it, especially because I know that it was like kind of a, at least nostalgic favorite of yours. But like I said, I mean, the effect's cool, but like you said, I mean, there's only maybe a total of five to six minutes of those cool scenes, and then the rest is just just garbage. <laughs> and I tried, so, I felt so bad when we sat down to watch it because I didn't remember how bad it was. And I was like... <laughs> I mean, we had to watch it for the podcast anyway, yes. so I guess it's better we all watched it together than... It's true. Because <laughs> we could watch it for free, so... Because so I, I can own, add it to the list now. Because <laughs> I own this on DVD for some reason. <laughs> well, hey, you always have it now. <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right, well, um, what you reading? What you gonna read? I am midway through the seventh saga book. It's getting real good, but real real. Uh, we watched... Oh, the one thing I can't shut up about. Uh, we watched Eurovision with Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams and Dan Stevens and a bunch of really talented singers. And it starts off kind of like a typical Will Ferrell movie, but <clears throat> about not even midway through, you realize that this is not a typical Will Ferrell movie. He legitimately loves... Because Eurovision is like a real contest at everything for singers. And he watches it every year and is super into it. So it's really, truly, I think, the definition of probably his passion project. So he's not even really an important character in it. And Dan Stevens is so lovable. Rachel McAdams is perfect. And I liked it a lot. (laughs) What are you watching? Uh, So I am watching um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. (gasps) Dude, yes. I've actually never seen it. Oh, no way. (laughs) So I just started it. Um, That first episode is very problematic. Oh, there's a lot. (sighs) Just wait. There's, I'm I'm wondering who's going to come for them because they've also done blackface a few times. And I, um, I don't hold it against them. Um, it's not okay. They'll apologize. I promise they will. And they'll mean it. (laughs) Yeah. It's not okay. Uh, it was a product of its time. For sure. Um, and I can offer some grace, but I would understand if someone saw that and was like, I'm not watching the show. So, yeah. Um, Dennis is, is consistently problematic, but you also see him fail at everything. So I feel like it is one of those where it gets super good because we're just like one season behind currently. And it's, 
I love Charlie, honestly. Charlie's yeah. my favorite. I might just skip <laughs> to the second season. Most shows like that, their first season's not great anyway. So. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I started watching that. Um, <laughs> I have not started Saga Volume 9 because I don't want to because it's the last one. Oh. But the, it's almost worse. It hasn't ended. It's on an indefinite hiatus. Oh. So the story has not been completed, and I'm like, no. Just dying. <laughs> Brian Bond and Fiona Staples, where are you? Come back. <laughs> I love you so much. So I don't want to start it because I don't want it to be over, but I'm totally also... Totally fair. Oh. And then, yeah, I'm still reading Stephen King's It. I'm reading Theology of the Womb. I'm reading White Fragility. And I'm going to start reading, I think it's called The Science of Psychedelics or something like that. Nice. And I'm also listening to the Mycadelic podcast, and they're just talking a lot about drugs and war on drugs and origins of drugs and what drugs do and comparing drugs. and <laughs> Yeah. I love it. So look it up. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> and I watched Have a Good Trip on Netflix again, and I highly recommend it because, honestly, it just makes me happy. Oh, yeah. If I'm it's having very a bad funny. day, I, I watch that. It's also Carrie Fisher, and I just, you know, she's like my mama. I just look at her as my mother. Oh, yeah. It was very, very inspirational to see her like that and be like, oh, yeah, Carrie Fisher did all the LSD guys, yeah. <laughs> and she's my hero. <laughs> she decorated her house for acid. Which is where I'm going to be building my life towards. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to live in a hippie van, so. Yes! We're going to be in a commune in a matter of years. It's going to be beautiful. I want to get off the grid. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't want to sell my pasture or anything, because you can build a house out there and, well, yeah. It'll you're, like, awesome. far enough away, mm-hmm. but, you know, you're still close. Yeah. Exactly. Or we don't have to live on my property, I guess. It could go somewhere <laughs> else, too, so. Get a huge plot of land. Mm-hmm. Huge tracts of huge land. Huge tracts of land. <laughs> Bringing it back to Monty Python. Oh, it all comes back to Monty Python. <laughs> I hope that's one of the last things in my life I get to watch is a Monty Python anything. <laughs> Probably oh. Holy Grail, but I also really love Life of Brian as I get older. <laughs> yeah. And Meaning of Life is just bonkers. Bless <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Awesome. Well, I think that wraps it up. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us, confettipod at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Find us at confettipod.confettipod. (laughs) Confettipod. Confettipod. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. I'm on a space shuttle. Yay! <laughs> okay, so three. Who, Who goes, goes there? there? <laughs> Who goes there? <laughs> I think it's Halt who goes there. Is it Halt who goes there? We'll oh, try that. Who goes there? You say Halt and I'll say who goes there. One, two. Halt! Who goes there? <laughs> we did it. <laughs> At long last. Okay. I always feel weird doing the intro part. Hello, everyone. That's what what editing's for. I'm your host, Delilah. (laughs) It's me, Voltron, motherfucker. Yes. (laughs) Courtney's way cooler than I am.